The following podcast is a live recording of a radio show first broadcast by Fresh FM with assistance from New Zealand On Air. Fresh FM is a community access media station based in Te Tauihu, the top of the South Island, New Zealand. Kia ora, you're listening to Fresh FM. My name is Matt, joining you from the Nelson studio, talking today to Suzanne Williamson. It's been a long time since uh, we've had a chat together. We are here to talk about the Nelson Film Society. So, hi Suzanne, thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you Matt. I've been so looking forward to doing this again. I think the last time I did it was about two years ago, and I so enjoyed my experience. Um, But I had to do so many jobs with Nelson Film Society then, so I had to stop doing this. And I'm really looking forward to this year, to working with Ellie Cave, and we're going to share the talking about the films each week. Brilliant, brilliant. Uh, yeah, last year, I think it was shared between Ellie and Chris. Chris has stepped away from it this year, which is a, a bit of a shame. I enjoyed my time with him, but I'm very happy to be talking to you again. Yeah. So, Good morning. Tell us, um, for a start, you've, you've got a big season lined up. When does it kick off? So the first... Screening is this Tuesday, February 28th. Okay, February 28th at the Suter. So at we're back locked into the Suter. <laughs> In, inshallah, yes, God willing. <laughs> um, you know, hopefully there'll be no more disasters this year and we'll be able to screen all 30 films at the Suter, at the Pastoris Waller Theatre, and we have it each Tuesday at 6 p.m., except for two weeks in August where the International Film Festival will take center stage and we'll take a break from Nelson Film Society during those two weeks because the Film Society the Film Festival will be on. Okay, no problem at all. Now, the film to kick off the 2023 season. What have, what have we got? Okay. Oh, this is exciting. <laughs> We're going to screen The African Queen this Tuesday. But first, before I just talk about The African Queen, I just wanted to talk a little bit about our season. So we're, we're offering nine different categories of films this year. We have classic, documentary, contemporary, French, German, Japanese, Australian, African, and three classics from New York filmmakers. So that's 30 films in total. Now, unfortunately, we have no New Zealand feature film this year, um, but we do have five films from Nelson students. Now, these students have screened their films in the student film competition called Briefs, and there were all these films were award-winning films in the competition. Cool. So at least we have a New Zealand component in our oh, um, and schedule very this local, year. And very local. Exactly. So the other thing is documentaries have always been popular with our members. And this year we're lucky enough to have eight. One I'm especially looking forward to is System K, which screens later in the year. It documents the vibrant and incredible art world growing in Kinshasa, which is the capital of the Democratic Republic of Congo. It has strong color and strong energy. And I watched the trailer and I'm very excited to see this uh, vibrant art scene in the Democratic Republic of Congo. Nice. Now, we also show a few classics each year. Now, a chance to see a favorite film on the big screen. Among these are My Brilliant Career, it's Australian, The Wicker Man from the UK, 
Taxi Driver, of course, the Martin Scorsese classic, and a Billy Wilder film, Ace in the Hole. But our opening film is also a classic, The African Queen. Now, that was directed by John Huston. And I'd like to talk a little bit about that now. So okay, here we go. Cool. Let's get into <laughs> The African Queen. It's a film, I've got to say, to start with, I've heard the title. I've never seen it. I'm intrigued. Great. So it has been said that it is one of the greatest films of all time. It is charming and entertaining. It has it all. Adventure, humor, romance, suspense. Much of the African Queen's success can be credited to the leads, Bogart and Hepburn. They took what was probably intended just to be an adventure film, and they turned it into a comedy and even a statement on human life. They brought their own personalities into play, and also their natural chemistry also had an important part to play. Although the screenplay was written with a little humor in mind, The chemistry between Bogart and Hepburn was so apparent that director John Huston encourages stars to improvise with witty banter. So they went off script a bit, and they just did their own thing. This created a magic that is just unparalleled in a lot of um, films of that time. Okay. They were just so naturally funny when they worked together, and their chemistry was superb. Bogart, as the gin-swilling proprietor of a banged-up riverboat, he was portrayed as a shy and amused man, a little bit reserved, and he was intimidated by this prim, Bible-reading, psalm-singing missionary lady. She played the role as being aloof, yet she had to be human. She had to be a perfect lady even during the long days and nights when they were all alone on the river. She acted the perfectly normal woman of her station in life, who, let's say, was also a shade eccentric. (laughs) As you can picture it, they're motoring down this river to safety. I'm not going to go too much into the story. Sure. But on one of these nights, Bogart is philosophizing. Well, Rosie, he says, here we are, floating down the river like Anthony and Cleopatra on their barge. So there's lots of great one-liners in this film. So this film, The African Queen, was released in 1951 and was based on C.S. Forrester's 1935 novel of the same name. It was nominated for many awards and Bogart won the Oscar for Best Actor that year. Okay. This film is set in German East Africa, 1914, at the outbreak of World War I. Right. It was shot in Technicolor and, and on location in the Belgian Congo on a tributary of the Congo River and on the Nile in the Murchison Falls National Park in Uganda. Now, this was highly unusual for the 1950s to film in exotic locations and also to film in Technicolor because there was a lot of equipment involved and a lot of clumsy equipment, of course, in that time. Right. But this added immeasurably to the lush look of the production, even though the rough conditions were very hard on cast and crew. A lot of people got sick. And Bogart, later in an interview, 
um, boasted that he was one of the few to stay healthy throughout the shoot, <laughs> attributing this to his drinking of whiskey instead of the local water. <laughs> Good on him. <laughs> so, now I could say much more about the storyline, but most people can roughly remember what the film is about, or not. But the joy of this screening is that it is a restored print in glorious Technicolor, which can be best appreciated on the big screen. To see these two main leads, who couldn't be from more different backgrounds, you know, Humphrey Bogart, the slovenly, gin-swilling riverboat captain called Charlie Allnut, and Rose Sayer, played by Catherine Hepburn, the prim and proper sister of a British missionary. Now, and how through extraordinary circumstances, they have the adventure of their lives. But I don't want to give too much away. <laughs> uh, no. So, have you, you've obviously seen this before. Have, you you yeah. know, only in bits and pieces. Okay. I've never seen the whole film. And not on the big screen? Never. Oh, wow. So, that's going to be a bit of a treat. Yes. Now, the two actors that... Obviously, I know the legend of, but I don't know that much about them. Do you think this was this sort of in the pocket of where they were both comfortable playing characters, other than the fact that they were obviously in Africa when they were shooting it? But is it sort of within the characters they were used to playing, do you think? Yes, because Humphrey Bogart, you know, played the kind of, you know, the gangster or the rough and ready guy or the guy from Casablanca, you know. So he had those kind of, I'm the man. You know, kind of number. Yeah. Um, but a very kind of uh, self-contained kind of personality. And Catherine Hepburn had a history of playing, you know, the comic actress, the snappy one-liners, the um, intelligent yet um, ready-for-adventure type of um, actress. Sure. So I think – and obviously they both had their own personalities – and they obviously got on really well and so and just enjoyed each other's company and enjoyed playing the characters together yeah. so i think that it will be really interesting to watch that kind of banter and that kind of snappy back and forth conversation yes yes definitely and set was it just at the outbreak of World War One? Did you say? Yes. So 1914. Okay. So the so it takes place where the Germans are um, taking their control of their territories in Africa, in East Africa, and it starts off. I'm not giving too much yeah, away sure. by uh, burning down a village that is English occupied, which Catherine Hepburn and her brother are missionaries okay, at. Right. So that is so Humphrey Bogart kind of says, "Well, look, I need to help you because you'll just be killed as well." Right. Okay. So um, that's how the adventure begins. It's not. It's not really too much of a. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Sure. Um, cool. And yeah, I got to say, um, not nice staging for what obviously does become um, heavily set on the river. Is that right? Exactly. Okay. Yes. That's right. right. River, lake, yeah. Okay, all right. Jungle, yeah. Okay. And it is it is known as a fairly classic movie from all accounts. Oh, yes, yes. This is the film that really set Bogart as the, you know, the famous actor. I mean, he, you know, of course he won the Oscar. And, and also I think it got nominated for many BAFTAs and also four Oscars it got nominated for, including Catherine Hepburn's role. Um, but yeah, that was just the one Oscar. Okay, all right. Do you think it 
will have aged well. It's always an interesting thing to see, you know, yes. how they hold up. Well, I've been watching, I watched a lot of trailers and a lot of clips on uh, YouTube and in preparation for this talk today. And I was pleasantly surprised how uh, modern it seemed. You know, obviously, sure. the filming, filming and the storyline is going to be a little bit of its time. Yeah. But um, I think it'll be things that we can relate to even today as human and human story. And um, I'm sure both of the actors have uh, a strong fan base. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah of yeah. course. Right. Yeah. We've actually seen quite a few uh, Catherine Hepburn films in Film Society over the years, and so some of our members will be familiar with her acting style. Okay. So th- this is something you think uh, members, based on, of course, you may have a few new members coming through, but yes. do, you th- do you think this will be something that is enjoyed uh, by members of the Nelson Film Society? Oh, yes. I think I think this is a, we are so lucky to have this as our, as our opening film. Good, good. And yeah. you're, not, you're not starting with something that's going to be incredibly challenging that's uh, going to put people off. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Okay, cool. Now, so the the film is showing at the Suter Theatre, which is in the wonderful Suter Complex. It has all been revamped. It's survived a few uh, disasters in the last couple of years. Um, it's a very comfortable cinema now. Yeah, it's great. It's yeah. great. And so we have a big foyer and we can take, if people need to pick up their membership cards, we have a membership desk. If people want to buy a membership on the night, they can bring cash okay. to do that. Um, they also on our website, the Nelson Film Society website, we have instructions on if you want to obtain a ticket before the film starts. Yep. There are ways that you can do that through the State Cinema website. And all the instructions are very clearly laid out on the Nelson Film Society website. Okay. All right. So just quickly on membership, are you able to talk a little bit about the different different styles of membership? Yeah. So basically our membership lasts for one year. If you buy your membership in June, it goes for one year until June next the next year. So it's a rolling membership. That is so good. If you don't if you think, oh gosh, you know, I've got my other activity that happens on Tuesday, but I'd like to go to three films this year, for instance, you can purchase a three for $35 membership. And that gets you into three films this year of your choosing. So you don't have to subscribe to a whole membership. But, you know, even if you buy a membership and go, oh, gee, I'm going to be gone for a bit this year and I won't be able to see all the films. You know, even if you only go to half the films, it's still only $6 a film. You know, so even so, it's well worth, you know, to get a membership. Also, our membership closed last year due to kind of the effects of COVID, and that's completely open now. Okay. All right. So if somebody wants to find out a little bit more or wants to buy a ticket, what would you say to do right now? If somebody's listening and they're like, I want to get a ticket. So go to www.nelsonfilmsociety.org. Click on that. You'll see our the films that are screening this year, you'll see the membership form. There'll be tabs. Just click on how you can get a ticket. And then there's a membership form on the website. And then you pay by internet banking. Brilliant. So easy. So easy. And once again, if you want to turn up on the night and get a membership or get a ticket, you you haven't been able to get online or anything, just turn up a bit earlier? Yes. Turn up about 5.30, go to the membership desk with your cash and then you'll fill out the form of your membership um, form with your information, 
And then she'll issue, Hillary, our membership secretary, will issue you your ticket. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. It's really good. The the films over the years that um, we've talked about have been, you know, quite quite phenomenal. Such a broad uh, array, too, of films, which is, which is a really good thing. And so many films that I've heard of through maybe the legend and then obscure ones that never ever knew existed um which which is always good and it the thing i like is it it, quite often it's it's stuff you can get your teeth into you can think about you know not always i know that some of it is just pure entertainment but But, not always oh and not many even the pure entertainment ones always have some sort of deeper message or you know they're not we just don't show frivolous you Transformers. Know. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not the Transformers. No, not this year anyway. Not this no. <laughs> year. Maybe a classic in the future. You never know. Who knows? <laughs> cool, cool. Uh, look, Suzanne, so nice to have you back. Now, the other thing, um, Chris had been doing a bit of a thing where he would let us know what people thought of it. I think there's a, a voting system. Yes. Is that in place still? Yes, that's still in place. So when you come into the cinema, you show your membership card, you have your seat number already allocated, or if not, you can get a seat on the night, hopefully. And then you pick up what they call the stars. So we have a little piece of paper that has five stars on it. And after the film, oh, also we have a newsletter, newsreel if you want to read about the film during the film, or you can read about it online as well. And then... Um, during the film, you think, oh, wow, I thought that film was awful. You give it a one or a two or a three. Um, or if you thought it was great, you just give it five stars. And right. then we add up the stars, and then every every show, every film is rated at the end of the year. So the most popular films to the least popular films. Nice. Oh, that that's really cool. Mm-hmm. And um, on that, so there is a newsletter that comes out. Do you subscribe to that when you get your membership? Yes, yes. And that will come through email. But also we have a hard copy at the cinema right. on the night just because some people would prefer that. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And uh, catering for everyone. Try to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. Is there anything else you want to add uh, for the first uh, Nelson Film Society film preview show of 2023? Anything you just want to add before we wrap up? I just want to say that if you want to come to the African Queen, it is good to get your tickets before mm-hmm. um, because I th- we offer free a free glass of wine this year and a few nibbles. And so we always just like to have a little bit of celebration. Nice. For the opening night. So I think we'll have a full house. So if you really want to come, it's good to get your tickets in advance. Just remember that mm, there are always somebody at the on Tuesday afternoon at 3 o'clock who say, oh, gosh, I can't come. I've right. been exposed to COVID or some, some problem has come up. And so we always have some tickets that's too late to reissue them. Sure. So if you really want to come and you've missed out on getting a ticket through line and they're all gone, there's always some. So if you come to the cinema, you probably can get one. Oh, that that's really nice to hear. But um, best thing to do, get in early. But um, yeah. there's, there's always the chance. Oh, always there's the definitely. In fact, there's always some extra seats. Yeah. Cool. Suzanne Williamson, thank you very much for joining us for, as I said, the first Nelson Film Society film preview for 2023. So the film showing on, now it's March, is it? No, it's actually, well, it's the last day of February, February 28th. February 28th. Okay. God, it's, it's. Yeah. 
the month is going so fast. Uh, the year is going... Ooh, let's not even go there. Let's not even go there. All we know is February 28th, last day of February. 6pm. 6pm, Suta Theatre in Nelson. Don't miss out. That's right. Thanks, uh, Matt. Thank you, Suzanne. The podcast you just listened to was a live recording of a radio show, first broadcast on Fresh FM, the Top of the South's community access media station, with support from New Zealand On Air. The funding of Access Media makes these podcasts possible. To find similar programs by other community access media stations, go online to accessmedia.nz. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website freshfm.net for our contact details.